Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Brewed Up and Spit Out podcast. I am your host, as always, Justin Wojo Wojohowitz, along with my co-host, Scott Big Friction Stone. Big Friction. But you changed your name this week, though. I, I extended it. I extended it a little bit. I know. You put a little oomph in there. Yeah, I'll talk- I, I felt like it was too boring beforehand. That's so. all right. Plus, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting bigger, so I need to, as I, <laughs> as I get larger, I need to extend I'm the big. I'm expanding my mass. <laughs> yes. So, so. I was hinting at your your fantasy name, though. You're no longer Big Friction. Oh, you're right. I am uh, I am the trash man because my team is trash. Oh, don't say that. Your team is not trash. It's like almost actual trash. It's like hypothetical trash. It's like hypothetical trash. Yeah. You know what I hope is not trash? This beer. This beer. What I, is it? It is... From Anderson Valley Brewing Company, a blood orange gose. Orange ale. I'm uh, intrigued by this. I do like gosés, so. And I assume gosé is just some kind of franchy, fr- some kind of fancy French word or some shit like that for sour, isn't it? I don't know. I don't actually know what it means, but I understand it to be that these will be sour. We're just going to call it French yeah. because we're stereotypical. We are stereotypical. We're the worst kind of people. I am the worst person. <laughs> Scott's the big sad. Confirmed big sad. That's gonna be that. I'm gonna introduce myself as that next week. <laughs> the, assuming, assuming we do this next week and not the week after. Big sad, big friction. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a sip. It's more, more sour than I thought it would be. It's pretty sour. It's pretty sour. It's pretty sour. I don't mind it though. Pretty. It's pretty interesting. I like how that's your tagline for every time we drink something. Pretty interesting. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> got to keep them keep titillated. We got to buy you a thesaurus. Thesaurus? 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 Yeah, that word. And thesaurus? Yeah, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> the fancy book with the fancy words. Yeah. We got to get you one Seminims. of those. Synonyms. Sim- Synonyms. Anemones. Yeah. <laughs> God. What a, what a delicious start to this episode. Though. I agree. I agree. I'm just happy it's on an IPA. I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be alive. Happy to be here. Great day to be alive. Great day to be alive. All right, Scott. So we've reached the half point of the NFL season, I think. Right? It's a trade deadline with today. Yes. Which was a total bust. There was like nothing two trades. Yeah, there was nothing even. No one no one good got traded, so we're just we're gonna ignore that entirely. But what I want to talk to you about is the NFL and who we think the contenders and pretenders are there's a bunch of teams that are kind of fringe that are you know what are they we don't know what they are or we do we know what they are i'm gonna ask you what you think they are well i'm gonna give you what i think they are and it might differ from what you think they are i'm just gonna start right at the top man the bears they are contenders no they're not they are contenders. they have they have terrible quarterback play they have mediocre quarterback play. mediocre their defense is the only their reason def- they're in any game right and a, as we know a good defense can win a championship but how long can how long can they hold though like you watch them play and they are able to hold teams down but at some point like there's going to be a riot on that team defenses don't like being on the field all game trying to save the offense like that they, they just don't that's how they are i understand that but i think as the season goes on and Nick Foles gets more comfortable back there. How many games are you going to give him? He's been, he's, it's what, fourth or fifth game already? I think uh, it's his fifth game. Fifth game? How many games are you going to give him before he's comfortable? That's like something you say their first week. Look. Not the fifth week. 
Look, they've also if you're had, not comfortable. You're just not good. They've also had a brutal schedule so far. Well, that's to they're, which, they're in a tough division. To, to which they've only have two losses, three losses, three losses now. But three losses should be more than that. They should be three and five, not five and three. But I don't know. You know, sometimes when you play the Falcons and the Lions, they just give you games. So that's how that is. I mean, yeah, but they did beat Tampa Bay. That's their only solid win, which is a, still a quality win. It's a quality win, but Tampa Bay also almost got beat by the Giants. So. Is Tampa Bay for real? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I, mean, think, I don't know either. I think I like. I'd like to think they are. I I think they are too. They're they've been. They're in a tough division. They're in in a brutal division with the Saints. We just keep we keep rolling into people who I think are pretenders and contenders. I like. I, this. I understand that. Like, it's a natural flow. It's, it's just it accidental. I didn't plan this out, but the Bucks. You know, the, anytime you have Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady is. If not the best, he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I think no one will disagree with that fact. And I mean, at least I think. And here's the thing, too. I think you can understand that more now that you you're seeing how he's performing away from the Patriots, and then conversely, you're seeing how the Patriots themselves are performing. Yeah, they're they're not good, and the the Bucks are good. The Bucks are surrounding him with talent, something that the Patriots never really did. I mean, they had Randy Moss for a couple years. They always had good slot receivers like Wes Welker, Danny Amendola, guys like that. But Julian Edelman. But they never had like guys like this. You got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Now you got Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Two <laughs> running backs who were capable and Fournette and um, Jones. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a very solid offensive team, and the defense is just as good as the offense. So I think they're contenders. I think they're absolutely contenders. I think they're going to win the, AFC, the NFC South. Yeah, because they're going to beat the very much contender New Orleans Saints. You believe they're a contender? Did I say contender? Yes. I meant pretender. Okay. Sorry. Very <laughs> much, say. Very much pretender. New Orleans Saints, because every game that you know what this team reminds me of the Packers of last year there, they have a five and two record, but every single win they have, except for the first one, maybe against the Bucks has been very, very underwhelming. I mean, the Packers got pretty far last year doing that though. They did. I mean, you know, you win, you can only beat who you, know, you can beat who's in playing. front of you. Yeah, that's it. And you don't always have to be pretty doing it. Like who now, cares? But I, I know the Saints have had their struggles. But they've also been without their best offensive weapon the which entire, is a pretty fair, much the entire season. Which is a very fair point. So I think once Michael Thomas comes back, if he ever comes back at this point. <laughs> Where is he? Who I have no Come idea. Back, Michael Thomas. If he ever comes back, I think you're going to see the Saints start to like put up those old prolific numbers, like 40 points a game like they used to do. So The thing that worries me the most about Drew Brees, and you can say that this is a microcosm of them not having Michael Thomas, but... He's just not he's not pushing the ball down the field right now. And I get it. You're missing your your best player, but Michael saw, Thomas was that guy though. He was the the downfield guy. But so. we saw Aaron, my counter that is we saw Aaron Rodgers do the same thing for weeks without Devontae Adams. He was doing it with Lazard and then when Lazard got hurt they were doing it with Valdez Scantling and just like random guys. Like we're watching the Packers game there he's throwing the ball to guys I've never heard of before who we'll probably never hear from ever again after this game. Like He's throwing to nobodies, and he's getting it done. Well, that's because right now, at this point in their careers, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. A lot of people thought he was done. A lot of people thought he was done. Or, but or getting close to being getting, done. Well, after last season, when you saw the way the, that team performed, it wasn't pretty. But this year, it's starting to click again for them. I mean, aside from the fact that they lost to the, to the Vikings. but So do we think that they're contenders, or do we think they're pretenders? Who are the Packers? The Packers. I think they're contenders, absolutely. My my worry with them is they're five and two, and I think they'll win the division pretty easily. But they, ha- you know, the both their losses are, are kind of ugly. 
Like they got absolutely shellacked by the Bucks, which is a good measuring stick of where you are as a team. And then they they lost a really like suspect game to the the Vikings. They kind of got exposed on the ground. Dalvin Cook ate him up. Oh yeah, Dalvin Cook had and he's a beast. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But, but Dalvin Cook's one of the best backs in the league. But he still had a monster day. Like what do you have? Four touchdowns. He had four touchdowns. Like oh, he had over two hundred yards all purpose. Yeah, I that's think. crazy. That's absolutely insane. And the Packers defense should be embarrassed with themselves for that. They should. And that's the problem is. You have a great offense led by Aaron Rodgers and and receivers, but if you're not on the field, you can't score That's points. That's why it's a shame that they because they really needed to go out and get another receiver. At they the, did at the trade deadline, and Lazard for them was pretty good until he got hurt. So he comes back in a couple of weeks. I'm I'm interested to see what happens when he comes back. You know, if if he can keep that momentum he had when he was filling in for Devontae Adams, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, maybe happens. you should have drafted a wide receiver ever. Yeah, instead of drafting just back like a backup, backup quarterback, quarterback and. You know, a running another running back. You got Aaron Jones. What the hell do you need another running back for? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Thank thank God Aaron Aaron Rodgers used it as motivation. <laughs> That's a bad man right there. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. The Miami Dolphins. I think at least contenders to make the playoffs. I mean, I don't know if they'll go deep into the playoffs, but the AFC East is not as good as it I mean, I don't know if it was ever good. The Patriots were good. But the Bills are not as good as we thought they were going to be. They're very suspect. The Bills are very suspect. Patriots are obviously incredibly suspect. And the Jets are the Jets. So, like, literally, I can see a world where the Dolphins, like, look what they did. Their defense scored three touchdowns. Well, defense and special teams scored three Three touchdowns. touchdowns. Like, when you have a defense like that, even if you are starting the rookie who Tua didn't really do much, he didn't. No. But the thing is, they didn't need him to do much. I, I need to see before I can label that. I this is the one team that I will put down as a wash right now. I don't know if they're contenders or pretenders, only because I haven't seen anything from Tua enough. He hasn't been, like I said, he hasn't been put in a situation where he had to do anything. I don't know if he can do anything. I don't know if he's capable of of running an offense at a high level, like Fitzpatrick had them playing for a little while there. So I don't think it's – I think right now, I think if Fitzpatrick was still the quarterback, i say they're a contender. But he's not, and there there's just hasn't been a big enough sample size of Tua to make me want to make a call either no, way. No, I, I completely understand that, but I think just because of the division that they're in where like no one seems to want to step up, it's almost NFC East-like, but not quite as bad. Yeah. But – I think just because of that, the Dolphins, with their defense, the way they're performing right now, I think they have a shot, and I think they're actual contenders. I, I Like I said, I don't think that's that's wrong. I won't argue that with you. I just don't. I need to see. This week is a big measuring stick because they play the Cardinals, another team I'm curious to hear about if you think they're for real or not. I think they're for real because they're led by a really exciting offense in Kyler Murray, who didn't get props from me at all to start the season. I was totally wrong on that. Yeah, Kyler Murray's been playing really good uh i think they're contenders i I I think they are i think they're contenders i mean of course nfc west really challenging division but i mean the 49ers don't look anywhere near as good as they used to be as they were last year like they're not making the they're not making the super bowl again no i mean i feel bad for them because their whole team's injured injured yeah everybody anybody who's worth anything on that team is injured yeah and they're they're not coming back and then the problem with the Seahawks is the Seahawks actually their defense is not that great this year. So, yeah, they have a really prolific offense with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and of course MVP candidate Russell Wilson, but they're definitely beatable. 
they are. They're definitely their defense beatable. is suspect, and they they find ways to keep games close. Like they get up and then they just take their foot off the gas, let teams back in. They did it with. They just did it with the Cardinals. Right. They were up big on them, and they let them back in the game. Yeah. So I don't think the Cardinals are out of it. I think this, they're going to make it interesting going down the the line. So I can definitely say the Cardinals are contenders. The last team I want to mention is the Las Vegas Raiders. They just came off of a very sloppy win against the Browns. In the rain. Actually, no. This isn't the last one. I want to combine these two. The the Browns and the Raiders, one by one. Um, I think the Raiders are pretenders because I think they won't be able to do enough to, like, to keep this consistency. I think they're a team that can scare good teams and a team that should beat bad teams, but I think they're a team that will find a way to lose to bad teams too. I think too. right now the Raiders are probably pretenders. Um, I think they're close, though. They're they're close. They, they're another team that could have used a, a decent receiver at the, at the deadline. Yeah, like, I mean, they have, they're doing it by committee right now. They yeah. don't have like a guy you look at and say, that's the guy. Yeah, that's well, the number one. Right, exactly. When you, when you got like... Someone like Nelson Aguilar being mentioned up there, like R.I.P. Your fantasy team. R.I.P. My fantasy team. I prefer not to talk about that. But like when Nelson Aguilar is one of your better receivers, like that's pretty suspect. That is. That's pretty suspect. And Henry Ruggs is really good. I like him a lot, but I don't think he's nearly polished enough to be a number one. Right. I think he's a perfect complement to a number one. Like I like to pair him with somebody like you know. Obviously, we're using like we're cherry picking really extreme examples. But like somebody like um, even like an Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. like somebody who you can compliment with. He's the guy who's who's going to be more reliable and, you know, get open more. And then you use Henry Ruggs' speed to go up yeah. top, you know, like a Deshaun Jackson kind of. Right. Thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. And unfortunately, they keep I don't know, the games they play are ugly, man. They are. They're not they, pretty. They play ugly games, but. I, right now, until I see something like anything else, like even Josh Jacobs hasn't been that great as of late. So I, I want to see more. I want to see more. So I think they're pretending right now. And I think the Browns are contenders because I think that they have a lot of offensive pieces, even with OBJ going down. Nick Chubb will be back probably after the bye week coming up. And Kareem Hunt, that's a great one two punch. Baker Mayfield has been playing much better recently. I think we can. We can agree that this last game with him and Carr was just a wash. It was it was like a monsoon yeah. out there, and both defenses were playing pretty well. Like, I think that's a bad measuring stick as to how good a quarterback's playing in conditions like that. So, I think they're contenders to the point where I think they might go nine and seven. If it's just like a contender to the point of like you said before, making the playoffs, but do they have a chance of beating anybody in the playoffs? Probably not. I think the browns are pretenders of course you do of course i do of course you do of course you do because the Bengals are going to finish ahead of them in that division in fact there's there's a track where the Bengals make the playoffs no oh, god there is a track where the Bengals make if they win out they make the playoffs. Yeah, if they win out <laughs> they have to play the unless i'm mistaken they have to play the steelers again and the ravens again they do and they're not going to win either of those games they might they just they just beat the titans they just beat the Titans. Listen, I would ask you about the Titans, but I think that we I kind of agree that the Titans are contenders, and I think that this was kind of just a weird, kind of a kind of a trap game. Yeah, it, was an, it was an aberration. Because the Bengals aren't a bad team, but you look at their record, you might think that they're like just awful. They're not. Joe Burrow is looking like Rookie of the Year. He is, and that's what I want to get into next, Scott. I want to get into our midseason award predictions. 
And since you brought it up, let's go rookie of the year first. Why not? You, well, you think Joe Burrow? It's tough because obviously it's a t- it's a toss up. It's a toss up between Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow does have the advantage of playing two more games right off the start. Absolutely. Or with it one. Uh, He's got at least one more. When When did Tyrod Taylor's lungs get punctured? When did he get stabbed? stabbed Somebody met him in the parking lot and (laughs) shanked him. Uh, I think it was one. I think it may have been one game. Either way, both both kids have been looking really good. They look awesome. It's the future. They look like the future of the league right there. And I think right now, just because he is the number one overall pick, Joe Burrow's got more of a spotlight on him, I feel like. So while they are very close, I'm going to edge it to Joe Burrow just because of that spotlight on him. I am going to disagree with you because I think that while Joe Burrow might end, might be the better actual quarterback, Justin Herbert is playing in an offense that's conducive to him putting up monster numbers every week. And we all know how people look at awards. They look at the shiny stats. It's like starting pitchers in baseball before like the last couple years. Wins were like God. They mm-hmm. were the gospel. You finish with 20 wins, even if you had a subpar ERA, like three and a half to four, you were going to win that Cy Young. 20 wins, oh my God, it's 20 wins. We saw Jacob DeGrom win the Cy Young with a negative record because he had an under two ERA, which mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy for an entire Just because the Mets are trash. Yeah. But I think people are starting to shy away from that in baseball, but in football, I think touchdowns are king, man. Touchdowns and passing yards are king, and I think Justin Herbert is on track to put up better numbers in those two st- statistical categories. He might not win as many games as Joe Burrow. He might make more mistakes than Joe Burrow. He might throw more interceptions. But I think that people will look at the stats and they'll say they'll be blinded by the uh, the shiny new toy. We'll certainly see. I can say this: so Joe Burrow has looked a little bit better every week that he's he gone is. out there. He's been good. So it's like it's crazy to think where he's going to be at at the end of the year. Yeah, Joe Burrow has been. I will say I was wrong about Joe Burrow so far. He's been he's been the real deal more than I thought he would be. The the big sexy award is the MVP. Do you think anybody can take it from Russell Wilson? No. I think if Russell Wilson keeps playing at the level he's playing at right now, he hands down wins that award. I agree with that. I don't think that there's any... I don't even think there's anyone even close right now. I'm trying to think. Maybe Dalvin Cook, when he, but he was, he's been injured, so it's like... And Dak was there until he got Dak hurt. Dak was there until he got hurt. There's no one who's been... I, I mean, mean, you could say Mahomes, but like... Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers was there for a little bit until he had that, that rough game against Tampa Bay. He's been putting up like three, two, three touchdowns a game. The thing about Aaron Rodgers that makes his stats so impressive is he doesn't throw any interceptions. Right. He's got two, and they were both in the same game. Like, he just doesn't... He doesn't throw the ball to the other team. But I don't... Like you said, I... I Unless something happens, unless someone steps up right now, if Russell Wilson keep playing the level he's playing at, he will be the MVP. I agree with that. I think it's more it's more fun to uh to try to see like who could possibly be the other guy, but I don't think there's anybody close. The another kind of like toss up one. This is like I think the most toss up one is the coach of the year. Um, I think Mike Tomlin's done a great job with the Steelers. But he's got a lot of talent. He has a lot of talent. I, I try team. to with these kind of awards. I try to look to see who's done like the most with the least. You think I don't know? Maybe the Colts. Frank Reich's done a good job there. Frank, Frank really Reich has job. done a good job for Indianapolis. For me, it's tough, man. It's tough right now. There've been a, a lot of decent coaching jobs, but we've also seen a lot of terrible coaching. So, oh yeah, it's, it's that's that's all the time. Though. Yeah, I, I think I think if this Tua move pulls off, uh. Whoever, who's the coach of the Dolphins right now? Um, I have no idea what his name is. 
I can see him. Yeah, I can see him too. He used to be a defensive coach for somebody. He yeah. used to be a defensive coordinator, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Keep you buy time. But I think buy I time. think I think if the Dolphins manage to make the playoffs and this two a move, like pulling your starting quarterback who was guiding you to a, a winning record and then putting in the new kid just to put him out there. And if this move pays off and Tua can actually step up and take him to the playoffs, he should be coach of the year. Brian Flores. Yeah, Brian Flores should be coach of the year if he takes them to the playoffs. I agree with that. Some people will will be lame and say Bruce Arians, but I yeah. think I think Bruce Arians is actually a trash head coach. I think he's trying to be like he's trying to be like a super hard nosed Tom Coughlin kind of guy. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. I'm not yeah, buying it. Me either. I'm not buying it at all. Are there any other? What are the other awards? Are there any other awards that I'm missing? Those uh, are like the ones that I. Those like, are like the main ones, the ones people care about. I think. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through to see if there's any, any other awards. Rookie of the year. We did that. I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's good enough. I think that's good enough. I think that's good enough. You want to give your uh. You want to give your Super Bowl predictions because that's on this list of midseason awards for some reason. <laughs> uh, right now, I will say, or we could do, we'll do that, and then we'll do biggest disappointment and biggest surprise, and that'll be the end of our okay awards. All right, that sounds good. So, wait, are we actually doing Super Bowl picks? Why not? Right now. Right now. Right now. We're on not, the spot. On the spot. We're not gonna. We're not gonna hold us to it, but I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I think they'll beat the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. I think the Chiefs will represent the AFC. And the NFC, it's tough. The NFC's, I think the NFC is tougher than the AFC. Oh, it absolutely Because is. there's a lot of teams. I think it ends up being the Seahawks and the Chiefs? Packers in the, oh, in the NFC, NFC Championship. Championship. And I think Aaron Rodgers... Gets it done this year. I don't know why. So, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is just a man on a mission. So this a year. Packers Chiefs Super Bowl. I would enjoy that. I mean, it'd be interesting. I would enjoy it'd that definitely. Thoroughly. That'd be definitely probably a high scoring Super Bowl. Yeah, it'd be entertaining so, as all hell. I think. Oh, absolutely. I one hundred percent agree with that. Now, for me, it's tough. The AFC is tough. I think the the NFC for me is a lot easier to pick the top two teams, like obviously Seahawks and probably for me the Packers, but AFC. I am going to go with Steelers. And actually, I'm going to do... I respect that. Steelers, and you know what? I'm going to say Steelers versus Tampa Bay. Ew. No. I'm saying that. Tom Brady, we can't have it. I I don't want it to happen, but I'm saying that I can see that happening. I can 100% seeing Tom Brady get back to the Super Bowl with a different team. Yeah. I I I think the level of motivation is there for him, too, because I think he has something to prove that he wants to prove that he can do it without Bill Belichick. Yeah, and I think he is right now. Oh, absolutely. The Patriots suck. And the Bucs don't. And the Bucs don't. It's just math. That's just math. It's just just math. You look at the record, it's just math. It's just math. So biggest, you want to do biggest disappointment first or biggest surprise? Biggest disappointment or biggest surprise. Are we talking about team or individual? We can do anything. It's, It's just... General statement. I'm gonna okay. Let's do. I'll do. Let's do biggest disappointment so far. I'm gonna say, and this is the reason why I asked for team or individual. I'm gonna say Lamar Jackson. That's fair. He's he, been a ter- He's not been anywhere near as good as he was no, last year. It's like it's like what a lot of people thought might happen. He kind of got figured out. Like, yeah, and the league figured him out quick because they did. It didn't take long. He, he looks lost out there a lot of times, and it's not. He didn't have the ability to run the ball as well as he did before, like. People are scheming up on him very well. Very well. And it's just a letdown to see someone who was the number one quarterback 
in the league fall down to, I think, as far as fantasy football goes, people were saying last week that he was actually number 16 in the league this year. That's not good. That's not good. It's not good at all. That's just math. It's just math. It's just math. My biggest disappointment is the entire NFC East. (laughs) What what the fuck are (laughs) all of you doing? Does no one, like, all right, listen, Eagles, come close, gather around the campfire. You have a Dallas team with Ben DiNucci as their quarterback. And if you don't know who Ben DiNucci is, that's fine. Because no one knows who no Ben DiNucci is. No one should know who Ben DiNucci is. We only know who Ben DiNucci is because of the Cowboys' horrific quarterback situation right now. And you're telling me that you're going to let Ben DiNucci have a lead on you at halftime and have a chance to go down and win the game before an, a pretty felonious fumble return for a touchdown that should have been not a fumble at all, should have been blown dead. But how in the world like does no one want this division? Somebody needs to step up and take this division. I get the Eagles are injured, but you don't have an excuse. The Cowboys are more injured than you. You know, the Giants win a game. Like, honestly, you've had the Giants could have three or four wins right now. They've been in every single game except for one. That was the 49ers game. They've been in every single game and they just keep finding ways to lose. Daniel Jones, just like he's not bad, but he just can't get it done. And the the, the crazy thing is, even though they've lost all these close games, they're still in the race, man. If the, yeah. <laughs> there's nowhere even near being out of it's, it, it's unbelievable, man. And like I watch the Giants play as a Giants fan, and it's just so frustrating because it's you see them them fight tooth and nail, and then their quarterbacks just throwing the ball to the other team or fumbling, and then at the end of the game they have a chance to to tie it on the two point conversion. He's got his guy wide open, and he takes forever to throw it to him and gets broken up. Like you got to be better, and for the football team, start over. Blow it up. Dwayne Haskins isn't the guy. He's not the guy. Dwayne Haskins was never the guy. Dwayne Haskins is a terrible quarterback. I've been telling people since he was drafted that he's no good. He would never be good. Blow it up. Move on. Hopefully you get the first overall pick. You get Trevor Lawrence. I don't know anything I don't, really about I don't, the other quarterbacks. The thing is, I don't know if they are going to get it because obviously right now that's going to the Jets. It is. But I think, I mean, obviously you can't take back the win that you have, but... You just gotta hope for the best that you will end up as the lowest seed and or the lowest uh, it, record. It sucks because the uh, the football team they do have a lot of good young talent on their offense. They do, but they're being held back by by the quarterback by guy. their quarterback, and even then their defense isn't even that bad. No, they they could be a solid team if they had a decent quarterback. Yeah, and Kyle Allen has been all right, but like he's not the answer. He's a fine backup. I have no problem with Kyle Allen as a backup, but he shouldn't be starting. And they just find ways to lose. It's just like the whole NFC East. They just, they all find ways to lose, and it pisses me off. And I just want that whole division to be blown up because now one of the teams in the NFC West, thankfully, I mean, as as cruel as this is to say, thankfully the 49ers are now injured to all hell because they would have had a situation where we had five, you had four teams over 500 in the NFC West, and one of them wouldn't have made the playoffs for a team <laughs> that might be 500 in the NFC East. Which is if they even get there. Yeah, exactly. And now at least it opens the door for two teams to win wild card spots in the NFC West. But even then, like I don't know, I hate it. I hate the fact that a team that could be ten and six or nine and seven might miss the playoffs for to a team a six and ten. Yeah, to a six to a seven, <laughs> eight and one team because the Eagles have a tie, and there's no way the Eagles don't win this division. 
Like, I mean, they're, I they're think, trying not to. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing: you have to figure that as they get healthier, that they'll pull away. Hopefully, they have to. They have to. They just they have the they have the most important piece of their team that's not hurt, and that's Carson Wentz. Like, which even he's he's still spotty. He's he is very streaky. He is, but. If you look at everybody else, he's oh, much better, better than any quarterback in the, in the division. Yeah. So, and he's got no no talent around him for the most part, and his offensive line is injured, but their defense is all right enough, I guess. So they should win that division easily. They have no excuse not to. And anything, anything besides that happening would be a would be a shock to me. If you're an Eagles fan and they don't win the division, you should feel bad. You should feel really bad. You should do more than that. You should fucking riot. You should riot. Yeah. Go burn the place down again. Where's that guy who was eating horse shit when they won the Super Bowl? We need to call that guy. We need to get him on the phone. I love to have him on the show too. What were you? What were you, what were you thinking? thinking? What were you thinking, man? I wasn't. I was just trying to eat some shit. It's like, whatever, man. I wonder if he got sick from that. He had to have, right? I mean, I guess. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. We went off on a tangent here. I know. I drank all my beer, so I, I don't oh. know what to do now. All right. Well, let's. Uh... I finished my whole thing. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think you know where I'm going to go with the rating at the end, but it's tasty. I understand that. I can I can see that. Hey, you had to get a swig to remember what it was? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going as fast as you, but that's fine. I couldn't help it. It was good. Well, I guess this is like our, our midway through the show impressions of the beer then. Yeah, why not? It's pretty good. <laughs> it's tasty. It's tasty. There you go. That's our... That's our midway... Thank you for listening to our midway impressions of the beer. It's tasty. Now uh, I want to... Go ahead. No, you want to do biggest surprise? Oh yeah, I forgot about the biggest. I know, surprise. I know. I was kind of keeping track of that. It's fine. Good. I'm glad someone's keeping track. I was gonna say for me, Justin Herbert. That's fair. I don't think anyone thought he would be as good as he is right now, mm-hmm. or that he would even probably see this much playing time no. at the start of the year. No. But my poor man, <laughs> I got stabbed. They stabbed him. What the fuck? <laughs> like it wasn't good. What the fuck? But yeah, um, I think Justin Herbert for me, but I, I don't have much to say to him that you already didn't say. So what, what's your biggest surprise? My biggest surprise. I don't see like I don't want to take the easy way out and make my biggest surprise like a negative. So it would be like the same as a biggest disappointment. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of something positive, but I'm in a very negative mood after going off on a rant. about the, the NFC East. Trust me, it's very easy to it, get to a dark place after thinking the end about the NFC. It East. just makes you so angry. My biggest surprise is how. See, I'm, I was going to do it then. <laughs> I was going to go to negative. Please. I was going to be negative. So, hmm. my biggest surprise, I'll say, will be, and I, it is kind of negative, but it's kind of not, is how the NFL is handling is handling COVID. I think overall, they're doing a decent job. I you know what I'll I think what. they're doing as good of a job as they possibly can. I'm surprised can do. there haven't been more games canceled. Yeah, there's been what one game. There's been two one game. Act, I think one game actually the, postponed. The Denver no two. two two games actually postponed. Yeah, till later on in the season, and then you have a couple games that were pushed back to like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, but to me that kind of made things interesting. It was interesting coming home one night and seeing football on as soon as I walked in the door. When I oh, got you know what? I'm changing it. You just made me change it. My surprise is how much I enjoyed 5 o'clock Monday Night Football. Exactly. That was a really good thing. I loved it? it. It was great. It's so much better than go, than having to start a game at 8.20 and it's over at like 11, almost midnight. Yeah, it's I like, want to be in bed. I want to be asleep by like 10 like, I guess I'm an old ass the man. the East Coast, I guess. Yeah, like, I'm an old ass man. I want to be in bed by 10 o'clock. I need, to, I need my beauty sleep. I'm, I'm, 
I'm insanely hideous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I need my beauty sleep too, but it hasn't helped in 33 <laughs> years. So we need to keep trying though. I'm gonna just have to rest forever. I have, I have no, I have no other option. So I'm just gonna keep going to the well and seeing what happens. But hey, good luck, man. It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not working for me at least. So hopefully it works for you. It's all right. We'll give it a, we'll give it another, another try tonight. We'll see how I wake up tomorrow. All right. So let's do just some, uh, let's do some quick picks. We talked about most of these teams already, kind of at length. Um, if you want to throw in some some predictions or some um, specific analysis or whatever you want to do, I, I can tell you free. what I will no longer on air say Bears by ten. Yeah, that was a bad move. That was the easiest twenty dollars I ever made in my entire life. It was it wasn't a good look. No, it was a bad look. I'm all for uh, I'm all for taking that that money though. So let's start with the Thursday night game, the Aaron Rodgers led Packers against the injury decimated 49ers. Packers. Packers, yeah. I'm surprised the line's five and a, is only five and a half with Nick Mullins being the quarterback. Although Nick Mullins has been... He's been all right. He's been pretty good. Although, has he though? Has he really? He's been all right. He was all right, but he was bad against the Eagles, and the only reason he was all right against the Seahawks is because they were already up by like 30, so they just they just played vanilla defense. They didn't do anything special to stop him, which, by the way, that got George Kittle killed. Thanks a lot, Nick Mullins. He threw a fucking <laughs> duck. And got my man killed. R.I.P. George Kittle. The rest of this fantasy season is for you, big dog. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Pour one out for George Kittle. I'm starting Nelson Aguilar. Listen, that's not my problem. I can, you can, I can only deal with what has been dealt to me. And what's been dealt to me is George Kittle's dead. I've been dealt Nelson Aguilar. You, you did that to yourself. I don't feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for me. It's bad. Uh, another hideous NFC East matchup. Thank God they're only putting it at 1 o'clock. The Giants and the, the football team. The Giants don't want to win. Right? I'm convinced of this. <laughs> but, like, you can admit that, like, you watch them and you're like, they're not that bad. And then they just do things that make you, like... It's funny because I got home from work today and my dad was actually watching the replay of last night's game. Because he he said, I wanted to see exactly how the hell the Giants lost this one. Any way you can imagine. <laughs> so Any way you can imagine. I think that sums it up about right there. And like I said, the football team, yeah, their quarterback play is major sus. But uh, I think they got the rest of the pieces right now. And I think they'll beat the, they'll beat the Giants. I'm going to go with the Giants. And the only reason is because being a Giants fan and seeing how this team does, the only team they're capable of beating on a consistent basis is the Washington football team. Any team that resides in Washington, they can beat them. They beat them all the time, and I think they will again. And I think they're going to fuck themselves out of a good player, just like they did. They screwed themselves out of Chase Young. So I'm sure they'll find a way to end up with another bust like Andrew Thomas, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. The Falcons and the Broncos. And the Falcons are four-point favorites at home against the Broncos. Broncos had a big comeback. Broncos had a really big comeback. But I think that's more on the Chargers than it is on the the Broncos. Chargers are not a great football team. No. Justin Herbert's fun to watch, but the Chargers are not a great football team. They're bad on defense. So that being said, you know who's equally bad on defense? Even worse, the Falcons. The Falcons. But they played better last week on defense. They did play better last week. They played against Carolina, and that was actually surprised me. Yeah, because Carolina's stupid and was like, yeah, we're going to arrest Christian McCaffrey. We're fine. We don't need him. (laughs) Yes, you do. You do Uh, need him. Your team's not that good. But... Uh, what was the line on this one? Four, four for the Falcons. For the Falcons, I'm gonna. You know what? 
I'll see what Drew Locke's gotten in him. I think I think after leading that comeback, he looked pumped up. You see him on the sidelines? Yeah, he was, he's, he's, he was he was pumped up over there. Dancing, whatever the fuck that was. I don't know what so, that was. I'm an old man, I think. I don't know what he was I doing. I have no idea what he was doing, but you know what? I think I liked it. So I did I like that. You I'm, liked that? I think I liked that. And I think I, I think Drew Locke might have that clutch gene. Who knows? I don't know. I like Drew Locke. I think he's fine. I think he's fine. He's too. a guy. He's a guy. Now so, here's a guy. Now now here's a guy. Here's a guy named Drew Locke. Now here's a guy who plays football. Uh no, so I'm gonna de- I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna go on limb. I'm gonna say Broncos. The Falcons will find a way to Falcon, and they'll probably lose to the Broncos. So I'm gonna go Broncos too. Seahawks and Bills. Bills. I, have- I keep saying every week we, this is the game where we find out if the Bills are for real or not, and it seems like they kind of remind they keep me skating by. They're like, and they keep you know who they remind me of. They remind me of old school Giants teams when the Giants weren't terrible. That would play good against good competition, and they would play bad against bad competition. And I feel like the Bills are like that, right? I think so. Like they've played every good team. The games they've lost, they've played the teams tough. Right. You can argue they probably should have lost this week, and they should have lost to the Rams. Yeah. That phantom pass interference call in the end zone so, at the end of the game after having a monster lead. Yeah. So I don't know. I Seahawks are playing out of their mind. Russell Wilson's MVP candidate, clear MVP right now. And the Bills' defense is highly sus. Right. Then again. So is the Seahawks. Their secondary is not great. So it could be a shootout. It could be a shootout. We'll see. Uh, but I'm going with Seahawks. Bears and Titans. You want to give me that minus ten again? Uh, what is the actual line? It's Tennessee minus five and a half. It's almost the same line that the Rams had when you gave me ten points. Now the Bengals, the Titans are just going off a loss to the Bengals. I think they'll be angry. They'll probably be angry. But, but, but I. Are you going to ride or die with the Bears? I don't know why I'm doing that, but I am doing that. You want that minus 10 again? I don't want the minus 10. I won't even take the line on you. I'll I'll do the money line only, but I'm saying right now, Bears will win this game. I think Nick Foles has to play like his job depends on it, because I'm pretty sure it it does at this point. It probably If they go to 5-4, and it might. Because Mitch Trubisky was actually not doing terrible. He was (laughs) 2-0. He was having a rough third game, but he was 2-0 when they took him out. And it's it's sad to say that Mitch Trubisky might be the answer because I don't think that was ever, like, there was never a question devised where Mitch Trubisky was the answer to it unless, like, who do you not want starting as your quarterback? It's Mitch Trubisky. Right. He's but, coming in. But Nick Foles has to know this, and, like, he's not going to get many more chances as a starter. The problem is, is Nick Foles won't lose you games, but he's not going. He's not winning them games. He's not doing enough to win games. Right. So I think five yard five yard out routes aren't going to win you games. No, they just won't. You got to do something. Right. But I think I think they'll find a way to get it done against the Titans, which I'm not sure if they're like. I don't know. I don't know if the Titans are as great as everyone thinks they were. I don't think they are, but I think they're much better than the Bears. I don't know if they're much better than the Bears, but I think the Bears will find a way to win this one. All right, you want to put twenty? You want to put twenty bucks on that? No, no, no. I'm broke. You're broke. I'm hundred percent broke. You took my last twenty dollars. I'm sorry. I'll be taking the rest of it. Taking the other twenty. Hopefully, you have twenty by the time the season ends. When the Bengals make the playoffs, sure. Ooh, Ravens and Colts. Ravens and Colts. The Ravens are only two and a half point favorites. I mean, I understand it. I do too. I, but I don't it. like it. I don't like it. Where is Ravens at it's- Colts? In Indy, so it's in a dome. It's in a dome. That's tough. This actually might be an interesting game. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't. The Colts the Colts are so weird. 
they have a good defense, but it seems like like the last few weeks their defense has been getting lit up. So it's like, do you really have a good defense? Like, are you sure? I I think they, they gave up twenty seven to the Bengals. They gave up thirty two to the Browns. They came back with a stronger game against the the Lions, but I think the Lions are just butt cheeks. I so. think I think the Ravens will win this one, but I do think it'll be a close game. I don't know. I think I might take that three and a half. Or whatever, two and a half. Field goal win? Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Panthers and Chiefs. Minus 11 for the Chiefs. Will Christian McCaffrey play this week? They seem to be... This seems. This is why I hate NFL injuries. Because my man almost played last week. And then today or yesterday, they asked the coach of the Panthers, Matt Rule, if he's going to play. And he said, I hope so. It's like, bro, <laughs> this man's definitely going to play this week. Like, stop trying to be cute and tell the Chiefs, like, oh, maybe he's not going to play. This man's definitely going to play. You'd have to. He, his injury time was four to six weeks, and he's already missed six games. This man will go out there. He'd rather die than miss this game. I think. We think we don't know. I mean, we don't know. I'm pretty sure. We don't know. Michael Thomas should have been back by now, shouldn't he? But he hurt, he, <laughs> he he's different because he had another injury happen. He was back from he also the first injury, a guy. and then he punched a guy. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. Injuries are tough. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, obviously, like the Chiefs in this one. I don't think it's in a matter of Christian McCaffrey plays. I don't but think I so hope either. He, I hope he plays. I need him to play. No, you don't. I do. You do not. I do. Christian McCaffrey. I need him back. I need him. That needs to be my pound of flesh for Kittle going out for the year. I basically I just sacrificed George Kittle so the fantasy god Christian McCaffrey could come back. He is the fantasy god, whether you want to believe it or not, Scott. The Lions versus the Vikings, a game I don't give a shit about. Do not care about this one. The Vikings are coming off a win over Green Bay, which to me is more impressive than anything either team has done so far. So yeah. Although every time I put my faith in the Vikings, they let me down. Royally, too. Royally. Kirk Cousins is I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> like, so that being said, I'm still going with the Vikings, though. I agree. The Lions are like a meme team. Now that Dalvin Cook's back, like if Dalvin Cook can be healthy, like if Dalvin Cook can cook. He can cook. He can cook. He can cook. Texans and Jaguars, two one and six teams. Ooh, this is an exciting game, isn't it? No. No, not really. Uh Jags have a rookie quarterback coming in because Minshew's hurt. Yeah. So Deshaun Watson's probably gonna put up monster numbers. Monster numbers. Who knows if the guy for the Jaguars is gonna be any good at all. Probably not. Probably not. So I mean Texans. Yeah. I have no reason to believe otherwise. Chargers and Raiders. The Chargers are a point and a half favorite at home against this the Raiders. This is an interesting one. This is I actually think this is a very interesting I know it's your favorite line, but I think this is actually a very interesting one. I I like the Chargers in this one. The Raiders haven't been looking that great and Justin Herbert's doing he's doing monster like, things out there. Like say what you want about the Chargers team as a whole, but no matter what, their offense is gonna put up numbers every week. Right. And I don't know if the Raiders offense, the way it's constructed, can keep up with that. I don't think he can. Not with the firepower they have. Carr's no. not bad, but he doesn't have the guys he doesn't around. Have any him, weapons. So. He doesn't he He's got Josh watch. Jacobs who's a beast, but right. you can't throw to him every time. You can, but it's not gonna get you much. Doesn't People work. are gonna start realizing that. And then who are you gonna throw it to? Nelson Aguilar? Oof. Oof. He's gonna go off this week, just so you know. Yeah, I know. And you're not going to play him. Probably not. And you're going to feel real bad about I'm it. I'm going to feel real bad about it. The Steelers and the Cowboys. I mean. Does anybody have any? <laughs> it's 13 and a half points for the Steelers. I think that might is actually ben be. Is Ben still starting? He is. Dalton's on, yeah. Dalton's on the COVID list now. Oh, my God. He got COVID. <laughs> he got hit so hard that yeah. someone just coughed on him as he was walking by. But, uh, all right. Yeah, no, this isn't even a question. Steelers. 
Yeah. There's no reason for to even mention this game. Yeah. Dolphins and Cardinals. Cardinals four and a half point favorites. Kyler Murray is exciting to watch. That Cardinals offense is explosive. Defense is all right. This might be the game. This might be the game where we actually see, because I think they're going to have to rely on Tua. I think they're going to have to rely on seeing what Tua can do and if he can step up or not. And I don't know if I'm there. I think Tua gets exposed this week. Yeah, I don't and know I if think I'm there. the Cardinals win big. I think I don't know if the Cardinals win big. I mean, it depends on which Miami say, defense shows up. Probably by a touchdown, at least a touchdown. It's four and a half, so that covers. Yeah. So but, I think this is a pretty. This is my stone cold lock of the week. Okay. I think the Cardinals cover this all day, but who knows? I don't remember what my stone cold lock of the week was two weeks ago. Probably didn't hit. Probably didn't hit. Yeah. We're gonna go with the Cardinals this week. Uh, Saints and Bucks. Bucks are five and a half point favorites. Is, is Michael Thomas back yet? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Is he back yet? I don't think so. I don't fucking know though. <laughs> Who knows? If he's back, I mean the Saints. If Michael Thomas is back, the Saints have the weapons to beat the Bucks. I mean, you can look and see the Bucks almost just lost to the Giants. They did. So, and the Bucks also lost to the Bears earlier this year. I think if Michael Thomas is playing. The Saints will win. If he's not playing, Bucks will win. I'm hedging my bets based off of whoever's. I don't playing. like that. It's a cowardice move. It is a coward move. Coward move. You want to hear what kind of hot garbage we have to look forward to on Monday night again? What's that? The Patriots and the Jets. You. I mean, I think. Thank, thank God I don't have any fantasy players on either of these teams. I don't have to watch this game at all. Yeah, I I, mean, and I will not watch this game at all. Wouldn't it be something if this was the Jets' first win? <laughs> it might be. Wouldn't it be something if this was the Jets' first Cam win? Cam definitely against, loses against his job. Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, Cam's out. If, if if the Jets beat them, Cam is out. After he fumbled away the victory last week, like that's he's already like on the, on thin ice. He did better. He played better last week. The problem is, what the fuck? Who's the alternative? Like, I, get, I mean, at this point, I say just tank. Cam's obviously not going to be there after this year. Yeah. So, so uh, why even why even continue with this experiment? And that's see funny. what you, see what you have in Jarrett Stidham, yeah. and then right. like do what do what the the um football team is doing with Kyle Allen. I mean, I'm pretty sure they know that he's not the future, but I don't know. Maybe if they put him out there and he lit it up, he might be. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I think it, as funny as it would be, easy there. God Sorry. damn, am I keeping you awake? I'm an old, I'm all honest, man. It's been a long day, but uh, I think as funny as it would be to see the Patriots lose to the Jets, because that'd be hysterical. But I, I think the Patriots are going to win. It's a seven-point line for the Patriots. I might take that, honestly. I might take that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I might take that, because the Patriots are just very under underwhelming. I feel like they'll win this game, but I feel like they'll find ways to like let the Jets keep it kind of close. Yeah. So we'll go with that. So that concludes our picks for the week. So I'd like to get your final opinion on this, I think, as we've already discussed, tasty beer. The uh, the blood orange gose from Anderson Valley. Now, as far as gozes and sours go, there are subtle ones, and then there are more extreme ones. I'd say this one like falls towards like the more extreme ones. They're very sour, to me at least. It's yeah, it's pretty. Sour. It's pretty sour. And but I like sour. I mean, yeah, so do I. I love sour, and that's why I like this beer a lot. Um, I don't know if I get blood orange. Like, I don't know if I get like super blood orange flavor, 
Then again, I'm not 100% sure what a blood orange by itself tastes like. It's a, I'd figure like an orange a, flavor. Like a tasty orange. That's, I what I, that's, that's what I would think. Fuck if I know. Yeah. So, Who eats fruits? Exactly. I eat meat. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a man. I eat meat and potatoes. Exactly. That's all I eat. That's every that's meal. all I eat. I fucking blend it up and I drink it when I'm not drinking beer. Oh, God. I'm a that's, man. That's a manly thing to do, it I is. have to say. But I don't know if I get the blood orange flavor or not. I do get a pleasant flavor, though. Um, as far as sours go, yeah, it's 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 up there for me. It's it's a good beer. It's a solid beer. It's tasty. It's tasty. Is that your input on it? That's my. I mean, yeah. Fuck okay. It. Okay. It's got a cool ass. It's got a bear with antlers on it. Oh, you know what, dude? I just realized something. Like a week ago, I was looking up like sours to like because you know I like sour, so I was looking up some sours to drink uh-huh. this was actually one of the sours that it recommended to drink as being like one of the top 10 sours nice in like the whole country i mean I which is because i was like i remember saying specifically at work oh that's a bear with antlers <laughs> and i said that out loud in front of other human beings in a workplace setting but it's i i liked it a lot i liked it a lot too so uh i guess we should put a number on it it's a strong four strong four. now you know what four and a quarter four and we're a going quarter. quarters Four and a quarter. I it's like exemplary, that. but I, it, like that. I think the one thing that I don't love about it is that it's sour to the point that when you drink it, your mouth feels kind of dry. Like yeah. after you drink it, I can I can agree with that, and that's why for me, um, I'll give it a four. I'll give it a solid. It's a very strong beer. I would not mind picking up a six pack of this. Tasty on like a Sunday watching football. Oh yeah. So you gave me an idea. Yeah. And the other thing about it is it's only 4.2% ABV, which is super low. So it's basically a child's beer. It is a child's beer. But you know what? It was picked out by a child. Shout out, Max. How you Shout doing? out, Max. How you doing? Max the man. Max, Max the a million. Man. Max a million. We miss you. Come so home. If only we could talk about the legendary exploits of Max on the, <laughs> come home, Max. On the podcast. We miss you. <laughs> come home? Where's he at? We miss you, Max. I think he's at work. <laughs> yeah, come home from work. Come home, Max. We miss you. You made it sound like he's in like Afghanistan or something. <laughs> My man's my man's out there fighting on the front lines. He's fighting for our freedom, man. He is, and he's fighting for our freedom to drink beer. So he is. He's buying our he's buying our beer for us at his uh, fancy smancy store. So yep. So we appreciate that. You're a good man, Max, and everybody else who's listening. You're also good men, and maybe women, and maybe women. I don't care. Who we don't you know. Are. I don't care what you identify. I'm not really as. too sure what our demographic. Yeah, is. I don't know. I think I think we might be in the uh, 18 to 34 males. I think we might be in like bald white guys. The 33 year old male, bald white guys. Yeah. that's who that's who our demographic is. It's nothing but bald or balding white <laughs> yeah. guys. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with that though. Nothing wrong with that. We love you still. We love you, bald white guys. We love you, bald white guys. We love white guys with hair too. Sure, we love all white guys. We love all. We love all guys. <laughs> we love all guys. We love all guys here. We love all guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We should go. We should really. We go. should wrap this up. We should wrap this up. So, uh, do you want take, to take us out of here, Scott? All right, go everybody. ahead. What's your beak at it? Uh, okay, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you. Make sure to check us out. Watch the rest of our episodes. With Watch. Your ears. Hold on, I was getting. Ooh, there. I ni- nice save. That yeah. was that was Come clean. Come on, dude, I'm smooth. I'm gonna let you keep going. You're killing it. So thank you once again, and as always, stay tuned for the next one. Hopefully, we will be back next week with a brand new episode of the Brewed Up and Spit Out podcast. Have a wonderful week. Bye bye. <laughs>